A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2019, we've been welcoming guests onto Cultaholic Island. Guests who have been choosing three of their favorite wrestling matches. Now it is time for a return trip. I'm Tom Campbell, and this is Desert Island Graps Revisited. This is the first time these two men are meeting for the World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental title. Champion Rowdy Rowdy Piper, yeah! his opponent, a former IC champion himself, number one contender, Brett the Hitman Hart. You know, Gentlemen, we have arrived. We, we have arrived. You know, I got to say, first of all, man, I got to tell you how much I love your family. I got to tell you how much I love your mom. I know you. I know this guy since he's been oh, knee high to a grasshopper. I know. I remember when they were changing your potty pants. I remember even when. Of course, you weren't potty trained till he was seven, but ah, everybody's got their problem. Tying, remember tying bows in our shoes when we were kids? Of course, your shoes were always tied together. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me because I remember when Mrs. Hart used to come down, man. She used to make them sandwiches, man. Throw on that bologna. Of course, only one piece of bologna, but that don't matter. I was hungry. Then she'd come up and she'd go to her little... What is this? yourself. Oh, keep my... Oh, this is nice, huh? Here I am having a little fun trying to make you at ease. Going to have a nice con to keep him to yourself. Have a nice contest. And here you want to be a hero all of a sudden, huh? You want to be a hot shot all of a sudden. You want your belt all of a sudden. Is that the idea, huh? Look, all I care about is one thing. I want to win back the Intercontinental belt. You got it. I'm going to take it. That's you right. keep your hands to yourself. Let me help you out a little bit, buddy. We can, we can settle right our Oh, yeah, you damn betcha we can. We can. Right here, that, well, I knew it here when I can have a million people watch me rip your head off. Would have had you. No, you wouldn't have. Oh, th th thank you, gentlemen. Bye -bye. Bret Hart on bye -bye. his way bye -bye. to the ring. Bye-bye. This should be a classic, ladies and gentlemen. I don't think Roddy, so. Roddy Roddy Piper defending against today. the challenger. Let's get back to ringside. She be mine. We welcome back to Cultaholic Island, one of the early guests of Desert Island Graps. He's back to watch a match that means something special to him. It's only Gregory Iron. Greg, how you yeah. doing? It's just me. I'm doing okay. It's it's good to see you. We were talking a little bit before we started recording, and it's been too long, so I'm happy mm. to be back again to have this conversation with you, Tom. The last time I saw you, you were getting powerbombed in your undercrackers. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interview uh, end. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's hard times. Uh, you know, uh, life is never easy, uh, both in and out of the ring for me. It's just the way it is. The the whole the whole GCW collective week was a very cathartic experience, I think, for everybody. Did you have an amazing week? I did. It felt like for the first time in 
a year like real sense of normalcy almost. I mean, obviously there was still social distancing and masks, but there was a lot more people than usual because it was outside. And I don't know, GCW always puts on great shows. And I don't know, it, it was, uh, obviously there was a lot of embarrassment for me uh, on multiple days of those shows, but I'm, I'm all about the embarrassment. I'm okay with looking like the idiot at all times. You know, uh, I, I lost to Effie and uh, he pulled my pants down and then I had to wear a thong with a lizard or a dragon on the front of it the next day and um, then I got beat up again at the big gay brunch while wearing that outfit and um, I don't know that's normalcy for me so I'm happy to be (laughs) back uh, to that uh, that state it's nice what's uh, what's coming up for you uh, over the next couple of weeks this is going out on Thursday the 29th of April uh, yeah. so is, is the calendar starting to fill up again it is actually let me pull it up here I'm trying to see well I uh, I have a local show in Ohio on the 8th which is not normal like even though I'm from Cleveland I'm very rarely wrestling in Ohio because there's not a lot of good shows so i have a show like three hours for me on may 8th and then the 14th and 15th i have a couple conventions in indianapolis and then uh, the following week i'll be in new jersey for h2o that's matt tremont's promotion and so like this is this might be the fullest my calendar has been in a while i mean that's just i have a secret show on friday the 21st that i'm not going to talk about but that Ooh. that's like uh four shows maybe another show that's going to pop up I, i'll learn about in a few days so it, it's nice to have those weekends full again amazing so what have you done over the last uh 12 because some people are still in this situation where they are still uh shut down and can't really go anywhere what's kept you sane you know, podcasting has been one of those things that has mm. just really been therapeutic for me in a lot of ways. And I mean, lifting too, that's always been a part of my life. So just kind of trying to figure out new exercises and ways to stay, stay in shape, especially when the gym's closed down for a little bit here. But I, I got to say the podcast, Iron on Wrestling, which I drop every Wednesday on iTunes and all other major podcasting platforms. And just being able to, when I'm not going to show, still connect with my friends, old friends that I haven't talked to in a while, new friends, learn a little bit more about their stories and just, uh, you know, bantering with my co-host Aaron Bauer on the podcast as well. Just being able to share wrestling stories and life stories. And I guess on a deeper level, just the, the stories that we don't get to hear about with my friends in the wrestling business or the guys that I'm just getting to know the younger guys, it's, um, it's inspiring to kind of peel back the, the layers a little bit and learn new things about people and being able to share those stories with the entire world. I mean, the, the podcast keeps growing. Uh, I I've gotten positive feedback about, about it. And um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's kept me going, especially the community that we've grown on Patreon. It's like, you know, I didn't even think that could be a thing, but, and it, it's nice to make the extra money on Patreon, but I think more importantly, there are these fans that not only are super supportive, but like, I, I don't even want to call them fans anymore. They're like friends or like my family. So just being able to interact with them, like the 60 some members that are on Patreon, it's been really cool to get to know them better and just talk what I love more than anything in the world, pro wrestling. So that keeps me sane. That's what we like to hear. And it's and it's easy when everything's shut down. You you do and when you aren't going to wrestling shows, it is it's an excuse, if anything, the podcast to keep up with friends. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like uh just later today, uh, I'm gonna be talking to Brian Pillman Jr. and 
you know, originally we were supposed to meet up in Cincinnati and talk months ago before, before the pandemic started, because I just, obviously I, I love his father and I love his story. And I've had the chance to work with him when he, it, I was like one of his first 30 matches and being a couple Ohio boys and coming from very bad home lives growing up. Uh, it's something that we sort of relate with each other on. So I, I'm excited to talk with him and catch up with him and just, yeah, you make a good point, man. Just, just being able to banter with my friends and just talk. It's, um, I don't know, it's kept me going and it keeps pushing me forward, and, but I, I can't wait till I can actually sit with these people face to face and talk to them yeah. once again. Well, we found an excuse to banter today. We're going to be watching one of your three matches that you chose when you were on Desert Island Graps. And we are going back to WrestleMania for a, one that has been chosen quite a few times. But with yourself, I wanted to sit down with yourself in particular and watch this one. Uh, it's Brett the Hitman Hart versus Rowdy Roddy Piper, the Intercontinental Championship on the line. Why did you pick this match? I mean, it's just it was one of those matches that I always watched as a kid. And I, I guess I didn't realize at the time what compelled me about it, but looking back, Bret Hart and Roddy Piper, two of the more larger than life characters at the time. And Bret was always a great technical wrestler. And it's funny because even though I was always compelled by Roddy as a kid, more so than Bret personality wise, I didn't find myself going back to watch a lot of his matches, but I would always go back and watch this match. And when you start to learn and understand wrestling a little more, I guess, I guess I got a sense that it was because of, I think it's Roddy's best match ever. It was more technical than any other match you would see from Roddy. He was more of a brawler and he definitely really emphasized character more than wrestling, which is not a bad thing. I mean, there, uh, Roddy went on to be one of the more iconic wrestlers of all time, but I would always go back to that WrestleMania eight match just because I guess subconsciously, I always appreciated the, ring general that brett was i mean when you look back at some of those matches in early 90s wwf some of my favorite matches are because of brett or because brett was in them like you know brett and mr perfect from SummerSlam 91 or him and roddy or his series of matches with diesel you know his three or four matches that he had on pay-per-view like i can't go back and really say that i enjoyed any diesel matches no offense to kevin nash i mean again always compelled by the character but brett brought something different out of diesel he brought something different out of those people and i think he did that for roddy and you know we're obviously we're about to watch it and it's a spoiler but i mean it happened in 1992 uh, roddy loses and roddy didn't lose a lot in his career but you know he had a problem with jobbing but he had so much respect for brett that he did the favors for him so i think when you combine all that um I love the match more now than I ever did. What I appreciate is that um, uh, your, your, your newest arch rival, Effie, has been on Desert Island Graps Revisited, and he also picked a Roddy Piper match. So I did like he? the fact that you've both organically uh, have Roddy Piper matches to watch. Uh, he picked a slightly different one. He picked the Hollywood Backlot Brawl versus Goldust. Uh, Somehow I feel like <laughs> I, I knew that he would pick that. On brand, yeah. isn't it? It's on brand, that. Yeah. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Uh, but we are back in, in the world of Roddy Piper for this one. We're going to screen share now. If I press that and that as if by magic, you should see the, the match on the screen now. Can you see that okay, yes. uh, Gregory? Right. Now, normally I would say uh, scrub ahead to the match, but I think one of the more, one of the more memorable parts of this particular match is the promo before. Yes. I, like, I, I, I watched the promo so many times as a kid, just because like, I, it's just, it's so good. Also, before we get started, I want to point out that I'm very jealous and mad that you're able to pull up the WB network because <laughs> I can't do that anymore. And I 
effing hate Peacock, and oh, I I miss this so much. Like I like uh, I I don't know technology very well, but I want to find a way to be able to like pull up your guys's WWE Network just because I don't want to deal with Peacock anymore. I hate it. So if much. only there was a way that you could do it. Un un uh, unconnected. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. <laughs> Download now and watch the telly anywhere. And back to the show. Anyway, uh, what was that? I don't know. Uh, it's I mean. If anybody, if anybody in the UK kind of gives you the whole ha 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 thing, we have to pipe down because I know for a fact WWE Ryan at BT Sports do something similar. So they're gonna, they're trying to their first chance they get, they'll palm this off onto a, a British provider as they have sure. with Peacock. Oh yeah, so I'm enjoying it while it's here. I don't know, I doubt, I doubt we'll have it by the end of the year. That's I've got no insider intel on that. I just that's my opinion. I think it's it would be weird for WWE to have this great deal in their major market and just have this network sort of floating, almost dying on the vine on other markets. So they'll right. palm this off as quick as they can. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I won't argue with that. It's uh, But for those who have the network or Peacock or something similar, uh, I'm going to ask you to go to the promo just before the Piper versus Hart match. It is 37 minutes and 21 seconds in to WWF WrestleMania 8. I will give you a second to do that right now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. Uh, you should be looking at The Undertaker looking fabulous if you're on the right bit. He looks like he's had a lovely day fighting, Jake, State, fighting Jake Roberts, who's also had a lovely day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gregory Iron, are we ready to go back in time? I believe we are, sir. Amazing stuff. On go, we'll all press play and watch the promo, followed by the match, Roddy Piper versus Brett the Hitman Hart. Three, a two, a one, go. The legend between them, by the way, Mean Gene Oakland, who just... Yeah, I miss Mean Gene, man. I I love that Piper shirt that he's wearing, too. It's so good. It's from the UK Rampage tour. Is it really? Yeah, I ended up finding it for a good price uh, a couple years back for like maybe 50 bucks, which is a rarity in these days with vintage shirts. That's nice, that. Everything about this is just Brett just absorbing p- 
hyper going a million miles an hour. Uh-huh. Yep. Everybody's got their problem. It's the bit he does with the sandwiches in a minute that I always remember. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah, the bologna He's making sandwich. the sandwiches. Oh, only one piece of bologna, but that's okay. When Mrs. Hart used to come down, she used to make them sandwiches throw on that bologna. Only one piece of bologna, but that don't matter. How weird is it that we both, that bit we remember so well? Because I, I don't know. It's just something about the delivery in Piper, man. I'm having a little fun trying to make you at ease. Going to have a nice con to keep him to yourself. Have a nice contest. And here you want to be a hero all of a sudden, huh? You want to be a hot shot all of a sudden. You want your belt all of a sudden. Is that the idea? The icy title all suits Robbie Piper. Is one thing. Oh, yeah. You want to win back the Intercontinental belt? You got it. I'm going to take it. That's you right. keep your hands to yourself. Let me help you out a little bit, buddy. We can, we can settle our game. Oh, yeah, you damn betcha we can. That's why I knew it here when I can have a million people watch me rip your head off. You would have had your team, and you wouldn't have. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yep. Bye bye. Yep. And you know what? That was a great thing leading up to this match, too, is that that I would have had you think because they did that uh, at least another time leading up to the show. And, and they did uh, the sit down interview on the stage where Gene used to conduct the interviews on like superstars. All that stuff is very fresh in my mind still. And um, I don't know that build up really helped this match. And again, one of those rare babyface babyface scenarios. I think that's I don't know. Brett was always good at, at making those babyface matches work. Yeah, absolutely. And he made them work in the ring. In terms of promo, I mean, I know some Bret Hart fans get angry at me for this. He wasn't the strongest. No, no, but not the strongest. But he, he didn't made need up for to it. be for that. He didn't need to be for that. Like Roddy right. Piper, he's Bret Hart said exactly the right amount he needed to say. Yep, one hundred percent. Let Piper just almost hang himself for his words. Yeah. Just quietly nodded along. The moment uh -huh. he laid his hand on him, swats him away. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. I uh I I I've had the opportunity to be on a couple shows with Brett, and Brett's always uh, been nothing but kind to me. In fact, I I got to lead a couple Make a Wish kids around the event that I was on. I think it was in Indiana, maybe six or seven years ago. And one of the guys that I got to uh, introduce these kids too was brett and we sat with brett for like 10 minutes and uh even though he was signing stuff for the make a wish kids i knew he was going to be there so i just happened to bring a wcw cereal box with me and i go oh yeah nice. signed this too and uh then i had a uh one of that those posters from 91 where he's he's standing like by the mountains with the shades on and the the light blue jeans and i was like oh yeah can you sign this too and he told me the story about how they wanted him to take the photos without the shades on. But the night before he had been drinking all night with Kurt Heading and uh, he just re looked really hungover. And so he did not wear, he did not want to go without the shades. And I found that to be a very interesting story, but why would you want him to take the photos? That's the poster right there. Actually, that's the exact poster. <laughs> like why, but why would you want him not to wear the shades? That's kind of his signature. at this point. It seems it's, it makes sense to do it that way. I have to ask, though, because you've mentioned um, the UK Rampage T-shirt. You've mentioned the WCW cereal box and you've mentioned an obscure Bret Hart T-shirt. What is the most obscure bit of wrestling merch you've got? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say the one that I still have is so, you know, when Hogan left the WWF in 93, King of the Ring was technically his last match on TV. Mm -hmm. He did a series of matches with Yokozuna overseas and Maybe 10 years ago, I found 
a giant banner, sort of like a weird thick paper banner, maybe about, I'd have to say about four feet long, three feet wide, that they hung in the streets in France or Germany, like hyping uh, some the Hulkamania tour in August of 1993. So I think that's like near and dear to my heart because it's like, I don't know, everybody in America thinks like it ended in June of 93, but Hogan still wrestled overseas. And uh, that banner I found for 20 bucks. So I'm sure it's worth a lot more now. That's incredible. What yeah. a find. Would you have a part with it though? Maybe uh, for the right price. I mean, I had a giant Hulk Hogan, Zeus, No Holds Barred banner that was used for a Texas um, movie premiere or, or it was going to be used, but it was never hung. And it was like really big, like eight feet long, three feet high. And I ended up uh, selling it to Brian Zane when I posted a picture of it from Wrestling with Regret, and he he, he gave me the right price. So I was like, I, uh, I once he gave me the right price, so I was like, damn, I really don't want to part with this actually. Oh, but no, it's like, whatever. So I sold it to him. So now it hangs on his ceiling. So, but I'm sure if you asked him, he'd still show you it. Oh yeah, 100. <laughs> percent I know it's in a good home. Yeah, it's being looked after. Yeah, it's funny because you mentioned the UK Rampage T-shirt. I know it's. Honest to goodness, it's never occurred to me that that was the T-shirt that he was wearing. It was promoting the UK tour. And I'm having a little moment because I realize I think my mom and dad bought me tickets to my first WWF show, and it was the UK Rampage tour. Really? So and was it, it was the 91 or 92? I think it was 91. I think it was in Birmingham. Okay. I think it was. But I'll have to, I'll have to ring my mom later and double check. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so that, so- I have to look at the back of it because I don't know if that was um, if that shirt. I guess it would make more sense. I don't know if that was a early '92 Rampage shirt that he was wearing, or that's like the end of '91. I'm not positive on that. Uh, well, I'll I'll, have to, I'll double check later with my parents, and we'll see yeah. what they said. But meanwhile, this is a great start to the match because that's they started wrestling and it was all going mm-hmm. well until Piper out wrestled Roddy, and now Roddy yep. is. And I I literally steal. The, like the idea of this opening sequence for babyface babyface matches more often than I would like to admit just because I like the idea of like somebody psychology wise even though you got two babies someone has to be the aggressor and that aggressor we find out in this match ends up being Roddy one of them has to go it was oh I think if one of them was going to go it was always going to be Roddy that would sort of crank up the heelness a little bit more on 100 percent because I mean this is the Roddy I grew up with but you know most people from the 80s know him as that dastardly heel. I mean, he was one of the guys. He was he was the bad guy that helped the WF grow, you know, in its infancy during the rock and wrestling connection. And it was weird that the Intercontinental Championship, outside of that tag title raid, he had Ric Flair randomly in the noughties. Yeah. Like, the only championships he had in the company. Like, you always assume that he was somebody that would have had a couple of reins of something to his belt, and he never did. He was one of those yeah. guys that didn't need to be a champion. No, absolutely not. And you know what? Uh, fun fact for you. I was actually supposed to work with Roddy in 2015. Uh, that, that was one of the ideas at a show in Cleveland. And I was going to do Piper's Pit with him. And uh, I really wanted that to happen because I'd heard nothing but good things about Piper on shows. And um, for whatever reason, like it may, I guess his price was too high. And I ended up working with Vader, which was just as cool and ridiculous. But, uh, but then, you know, Roddy passed a couple months later so it was kind of 
uh, it was, it was really unfortunate because I, I never got the chance to do a show with him or meet him. And, uh, you know, RJ city, who's a good friend of mine tells me nothing but good things about working with Piper on movies. And, uh, it's just unfortunate that he's gone, man. It's hard to believe he's gone. Yeah. You do, you do pinch yourself sometimes and think he's no longer with us. He's yeah. one of those that went, you know, he, somebody that would have been no doubt involved in an episode of raw in the Thunderdome and had some fun with that and all that. Yeah had he still been with us but yep still had a lot to give and what a shame what would you have done do you have any ideas did you sort of play out to in, play that in your head like what you'd have done with I, Piper on the show yeah I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do and in retrospect I'm, I'm glad that it didn't happen because uh, you know pretty controversial but literally for no reason other than to pop him different than his situation with Bad News Brown I was just going to paint myself half black and come to the ring and 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 go face to face with them. Uh, obviously now uh, that's not even a thing that's on Peacock anymore. No. Uh, and also, you know, Roddy for years has tried to claim that it wasn't a race thing. It was like um, I don't know. He 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 tried to put some deeper meaning spin on it. But if you go back and watch some of the promos leading up to the match with Bad News, I mean, at one point I'm pretty positive on an episode of Superstars, he puts up a fist and says "Black Power." So like I. I, I think it was just a a black white thing, Roddy. Like I know you're trying to put a spin on it, but you know, eh, a little I controversial. That's, it's yeah, it's it, it feels even weird to say, but it was over time. And yeah. when you look back, you go, it's oh no, no, it was. And then and then the the legend of the the prank that was played on him afterwards, where the 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 fluid to remove the black paint had been hidden. Yep. So we have to so go to the airport dressed like that. Yep. Love it. Now, we've seen Bret Hart do a little sneaky just before this. He feigns an injury uh -huh. and then and catches him in a roll-up. So that's why Bret Hart is suddenly untrustworthy because Bret knows he's kind of opened Pandora's box a bit now and he's mm -hmm. wary that if he's going to muck about... There you go. Yep. But that, there see, that's... God, it's so perfect because we... And I'm sure you know the backstory, Tom. Right there is where... Brett's going to blade and it's so well done. He was able to get away with it during the no bleeding policy with Vince. And then later on in the card, Ric Flair blatantly blades on camera and gets punished for it, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because Brett Hart said, well, I didn't plan to bleed. It was just, yeah. uh, it was, it was hard way. Yep. And Vince went, and, all right, I'll let you off. But like the, the, the spot was perfect though. Just, Oh, your shoe's untied, Brett, and Brett bends over, and then he kicks him in the face, you know? Like, it's just it's so good. Do you think this match would have lost any impact had there been no blood? A little bit. I think so. Like, I, I often talk about this. Like, that's why I'm, I'm still one for blood in wrestling if used correctly, you know? Like, you look back at a match like this, or... Uh, we might have talked about it, Tom, because uh, I talk about this all the time. But, you know, you look back at Brett and Stone Cold from WrestleMania. Yes, we have. Yeah. And you, and you take away that blood. And while it's still a great match and still tells roughly the same story, there's an element that is lost. And like that blood, that visual creates a 
element of realism that, you know, it helps suspend disbelief. And uh, I think that really added to the aura of this match for me as a kid is, is you know, because Brett's in this prone position and Piper is being more aggressive than he usually was at the time. And then, you know, as we find out at the end here, he's left with this moral dilemma. He's looking at his bloody, beaten up friend and wonders what what he's going to do. Is it going to be what the hell use the bell? We don't know. You know, it's uh... and, and at this point, you're kind of expecting him to as well. Like he's ramped it up to that point where you go, he probably will hit him with the belt and he probably will yeah. retain the title with the belt. Yeah. Is... And, you know, that's another thing about Brett that uh, was always great is while he was this technical wizard, he knew where to implement blood where it mattered. Like you look back at this match with Piper and the match with Brett and the match that people don't talk about usually with the British Bulldog from in your house in December of 95, like the use of blood was like so important in those matches and he didn't overuse it. It was just Brett, Brett's the man. He just knows there's an, there's an instinct for wrestling that you can't, you can't teach that right. Brett just has. 100%. But like you talk about like this, we talked about the Austin Hart thing, I believe on our Desert Island Graps, we talked about it and it's that whole thing of that image of Austin leaning le leaning back, pain etched on his face, it loses something when when there isn't that claret at the front yeah. of it. Well, and, and I think that that's what's harmed Hell in a Cell, like over the last yeah. few years. Not only the fact that they just do a Hell in a Cell match for no reason on a pay-per-view named Hell in a Cell, like Hell in a Cell used to be the be-all, end-all. And when it went to Hell in a Cell, you knew like that was like the culmination of a real rivalry and when they put guys in the cell for no reason and and or even if they do give them a good build to it with no blood hell in a cell loses a little bit of that aura you know like it like the, again the blood just amps things up i don't know mm. there's there's a lot of matches that have lost that because they become sort of calendar moments in the year where you go well we're having we're having a rivalry but it's around hell in a cell time so yeah. Like into the cell we go, even though it doesn't necessarily need it. And yeah. it's a shame. And, and like you think like the Brett Piper thing had had this feud been going along with the same energy that it has now in wrestling. Yeah. You would be we'd be looking at a Brett Piper extreme rules match next month. And right. it doesn't need it. It doesn't need yeah. it. This is a one and done. Yeah. I mean this match didn't have like a super long build either when you really think about it. I mean, uh, uh, Piper randomly gets the belt at the Royal Rumble and, uh, you know, within a matter of weeks, here we are at WrestleMania. And uh, again, baby, baby, that's not an easy rivalry to play out, but I think Brett and Piper did it perfect. I think in that one promo, I think that was all they had. I think they announced the match. I think they had that one promo beforehand. Yep. And, told the, and that was the whole story that you told. And right. Amazing story though, because they've known each other forever, and you immediately get that from it. And so here, like this, and it's great because the the crowd. That one thing I miss, Gregor, when I watch these older shows, see if people. No one's holding phones up. Yeah, they're all just nice. in the moment. They're all just watching, and and and, and embracing the moment. Yeah got to appreciate the moment and and be able to get caught up in it i i do miss that and we haven't we haven't mentioned it but like gorilla and bobby on commentary a bit understated here but so good still so, excellent 
Yeah, man. Well, that, that's like, like I, I kind of mentioned the uh, the uh, commentary towards the end of this match when he has the bell and and Bobby says, "What the hell? Use the bell." You know, the like that just stands out in my mind. What the hell? Use the bell. Yep. Bob, it was that there was a line in the Rumble '92. I think you know the one I'm going to say. Ah, oh, there's the bump. There's down goes the ref. Yep. All kicking off from here, mm-hmm. where Piper was helping Flair, and Heenan was there going. Oh, it's a kilt. You wear a kilt. It's always been a kilt. And yeah. as soon as Piper starts battering Flair, it's not a kilt, it's a skirt. <laughs> always been a skirt. Just yeah. excellent Bobby. Man, uh, meeting Bobby a couple years before he passed was one of the best moments of my life. And uh, he couldn't have been a sweeter man to me. And, you know, I just made sure to go out of my way to tell him what an inspiration he was. And... Um, I don't know, he, he let me put his cane against his head and take a picture like a true. So I look like a true heel. And uh, I, I don't know, man. Bobby was a good dude. I'm very fortunate. That I got a chance to interact with him before the past. And here's the, the moment. What the hell? Use the bell. Mm-hmm. And you just it's great. You watch the cogs turning on Piper. Yeah, you watch the cogs turning. He's really thinking about what he's going to do. And Brett is just great at just being I'm done. Crowd are into it. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> there he is. Use it. What the hell? Use the bell. <laughs> the old saying that you know has been said for generations, of course. Big pop for Piper as he throws it down as well. Big pop. Mm-hmm. I feel like a decision like that today would get him booed. Yeah, it really would. Classic Brett finish. Love it. Same finish he did with Austin at Survivor Series 96. And like you say, as you said at the beginning, a rare, clean loss for Piper. N- name another time in the WWF that Piper lost clean. I, I don't honestly, know if I can. I don't, think, I don't think I can either. Like, I don't think I can think of one time that he lost cleanly other than this match. Hogan? No, Team. they never did. They never did a, a clean finish. Jeez. I mean, anybody else like that nowadays, people would get onto. I believe, like. Mm-hmm. But with Piper, you just you accept it. You're fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And the crowd were into it the whole time. Right. Oh, I got chill. I got chills just watching it, man. It's, oh. it's great. Oh. See, that's what's great about doing this series is that I think after a year of not wrestling, it's nice to sit with people and remind them just what wrestling makes you feel. Yeah. And just this here with Piper helping with the belt and just. Uh-huh. So did so Brett got chewed out moments later, but then he explained, oh, no, no, I was. Uh, that wasn't planned. The blood wasn't right. planned. Yep. Well, cause, like, again, like you, you don't notice him blading when you when you look at it at all. No, it's incredibly subtle. And what a hell of a match! So good. Can watch this over and over. Oh, Roddy's hot dog in a grandstand. No, we'll let him off. We'll let him off. <laughs> if Hogan did that, though, we'd be li- <laughs> we'd be livid. <laughs> right. 100 percent we'd be kicking off we'd be kicking off hey greg thanks for watching that with me honestly uh, that, it's that treat, was awesome 
it, it was a treat. I hadn't watched in a long time. And actually, you know, you messaged me a few weeks ago to do this. And literally, I think earlier that day, I was like, you know, I want to watch WrestleMania 8 because I want to go back and watch Piper and Brett. And when you messaged me, you said, do you want to watch it? I said, you know what? I'll hold off for Tom. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, uh, that, I'm honored and or privileged in that order. In that order. Yes. <laughs> Greg, Greg, Gregory Iron, where can people find you? You can find me on social media, on Twitter, at Gregory Iron, or Instagram, at Gregory underscore Iron. Uh, and you can message me uh, there or via email at Gregory underscore Iron at Yahoo.com for pro wrestling seminars and motivational speaking engagements which i have not gotten to do a lot of because of the pandemic and it makes me makes me very sad because it's the one thing outside of wrestling that keeps me incredibly fulfilled just interacting with kids of all ages and just being able to make them feel as though they are not alone i I like being that guy that i wish would have came to my school when i was a kid to sort of push them forward towards their dreams. So uh, you can email me or DM me on those platforms. And um, of course, listen to the podcast every Wednesday, Iron on Wrestling with Gregory Iron. And uh, we, we we just dropped our 100th episode. I can't believe I've done 100 of those already. It's pretty crazy. And there's great guests in the archives, including Dan Housen, Johnny Gargano, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Kimberly, uh, Kurt Stallion, Effie, when we were friends, so many dudes that you can go back and listen to. And uh, it, it's a good time so i appreciate all of you taking the opportunity and time to listen to my podcast even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.